everybody. This is Stephanie Krupsack with the Pure Violent Living Women and Wellness Podcast. With me today, I have Jackie Pugh. Jackie is a master practitioner of neurolinguistic programming and certified life and emotional intelligence coach with an emphasis in singles, helping people all around the world use their old flame to light their new life. Through humor, knowledge, and experience, she guides her clients through uncovering blocks and ineffective life patterns that have been holding them back followed by introducing massive action in order to activate major desired life changes. Coming soon is her book, Sometimes It Takes a Breakup. Shares her story of how heartbreaks of all kinds lead her to her heart's purpose, along with actionable steps for you to discover how to beneficially utilize yours. This fiery ball of energy will not stop pursuing her efforts to make this world a better place and to help make our lives healthier and happier. Thanks so much for being here today, Jackie. Thank you for having me. <laughs> well, let's get started about how we first met. Oh my gosh. Where did we first meet? We met we met in Denver. And um, at the time, I was running and hosting, co-hosting a dating show called, what was the show? Sex and the City? Yes. It was like was a called- spinoff of, yes, <laughs> Sex- yes. <laughs> Sex in the City. And you came in to do a little mini program on single serving. And that's when we first initially met because you came on set and creating another little mini program for singles um, to cook a delicious meal for themselves in a very healthy way. And mm-hmm. and we, we just kind of became acquaintances. And then we yeah. slowly got into each other's circle and went to Denver Derby party together and <laughs> got all dolled up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she moved. And then she moved back to to Milwaukee and, and actually I, Europe but oh that's right yeah to Europe, to Europe first <laughs> well and Asia and all over <laughs> but <laughs> it's funny I was in Asia too I wonder if we were there at I the think same time you were in Bali when I was back in Europe or maybe I was back home already what when were know. you there do you remember the I was time? there February March April 2018 I was gone 17. I was overseas. Okay. So, yep, I've been right after. Okay. Because I got back in November of 17, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> trying to remember the days here, but yeah, we kind of go way back a bit. Mm-hmm. Like how many, like almost five years now, maybe? So. 2016. We met in 2016. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, five or six years, depending mm-hmm. on what part of the year we met. Yeah. Um, and then and then you moved back to Milwaukee. And then a couple years later, I came back to Chicago. And then we were like, I knew no single girlfriends. I had nobody single here. And I was like, let's get together. And then yeah. we started road tripping and doing like so many mm-hmm. fun things together. Yeah. And it's kind of funny, too, like when you move to a new city and then you meet people. But then like when you like move again, you might actually have a stronger relationship with somebody when you're kind of become remote friends. It's really interesting. I found that's mm-hmm. happened quite a bit to me. Me too. You just and just keep a- in touch with a select few and then... And a lot yeah. of times I have found where I'm like, oh, I'm totally going to keep in touch with this person. And then I don't hear from them anymore. And then the people who I thought mm-hmm. that I wouldn't really hear from ended up becoming like my best, best friends. Yeah. Like you're one of them now, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of funny how that, that happens. Cheers so. to yeah. best friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's kind of dig deeper. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about Unzipped. Unzipped. Who likes the name Unzipped? I do. Because... <laughs> Because it's it's provocative, you know, it makes, it's like, ooh, what is that? But really what it's about is unzipping your heart and really diving deep and getting clear on what are those things that 
one, are stopping you, are blocking you? And what does your heart really want for you? Why is it here? What is your soul screaming for you to do? So we unzip all of that baggage, clear it out, so you're able to step forward into more of your life's purpose. I like that. Mm, Thank you. (laughs) So tell us a little bit deeper about how your program works. Like what if I would be your client? How does that Mm -hmm. process look to kind of tell Yeah. So what it looks like is it's a three and a half month long program. Mm -hmm. It's super deep, like really deep, you guys. If you're looking to change your life, this is where you do it. (laughs) Super deep, but we have so much fun while doing it. You're going to have moments where it's the least amount of fun of your entire life. It's completely necessary. And I know that there's like the misconception that self-development is like running through fields with rainbows and fairies and unicorns. But really what self-development is like is locking yourself in a room by yourself in the dark with handheld rusty tools and performing open heart surgery on yourself and going deeper and deeper and deeper. Because if you just put a bandaid on the wound, it's just going to keep leaking through. So you have to get to the core of it. Um, and then you can have moments of experiencing, you know, running through fields and with rainbows <laughs> and unicorns. After you do the work. After you do the work. Mm-hmm. So what my program looks like is we heal, deal, we move on from the past. It's the part of the program where my clients, every single one of them goes, you want me to do what? <laughs> but I've never, ever, mm-hmm. ever had one person not come back and be like, thank you so much for making me do that. I feel so much lighter. Then we look at what are your patterns? Why are they there? What are you committed to doing to changing them? We looked at we look at personality types and value systems and so many other things. Um, and then when we have like all the pieces that we need, we then create the new standards for your life on what you are allowing and no longer allowing, including the bare minimum of what you will operate for the rest of your life. And then we build your new vision moving forward. And then I set you free. (laughs) Sounds lovely. (laughs) Well, I just know from being your friend, you're very good at helping other people set boundaries, but it's not like you're being forceful. It's like you help someone learn for themselves how to do it. Like you'll be like, Stephanie, like (laughs) if I say something like, oh, I don't like this or, oh, you know, (laughs) you'd be like, no. (laughs) And then it just kind of like redirects you to a good place where you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, I get it. (laughs) You're like, I know this, but it's like a nice reminder Mm -hmm. in like a pleasant way, you know? So it's, yeah. And it's always good to have a cheerleader, you know? Like Mm -hmm. I always have my own coach. I think I've hired three different coaches already this month oh wow okay yeah because it's so important you know even I'm also a certified personal trainer and I've always had my own personal trainer because I can't see behind my head right I can't see Mm -hmm. what the back of me is doing and sometimes I don't want to do 10 reps I want to do eight and I need someone to tell me no keep going you know (laughs) remind Mm -hmm. me of my goal so for me not only am I always having new coaches or coaches that I love and keep to get new tools so that I have them for my clients but also you, I, I have to stay in the work. I have to practice what I preach. And I notice that when I'm not in the work, when I don't have my own coach, I start to go back to my old ways because we've been operating this way, some of us 20, 30, 40, 50, 80 years, right? It's so easy to go back to old patterns. So it's it's really important to have someone that's your little, uh, your little support group. That's completely true because we need that reminder like all the time. But that makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like if you're a personal trainer, you're not going to go home and, you know, eat McDonald's every day or something. Like you need to kind of yeah practice what you preach and kind of be forward thinking that way. So, mm-hmm. And like it's that. the only way that I can help my clients mm-hmm. is yeah. by being in their shoes at one point. 
then I can prepare them for what they're about to experience. I would never give them something that I haven't done on my own because how can I navigate them through that? I can't. Yeah. I mean, maybe talk about too the different programs you've done. You know, we just talked about Bali, about mm-hmm. you did this kind of extensive training there and you, mm-hmm. you're always doing – and you had a call earlier today. You're in like another training. So it's like really great that you're always – learning and growing and finding kind of new tactics. Whenever I look at hiring a coach, I always make sure that it's someone who has a lifestyle or an energy about them that I want my life and energy to look and feel like. So really, really, I invite anybody looking for a coach, do your due diligence. Look at their social media. Look at their client testimonials. See about the types of things that they're posting. Are their words resonating? Are they, and there's nothing wrong with this if this is what you want, right? But if you're like more spiritual, it wouldn't make sense to hire somebody who's just flashing around like fancy watches and cars, right? Just because they have a lot of money doesn't necessarily mean that they're aligned with what it is that you're trying to do because there are multiple ways to get to certain areas in our life but we have to do them in a way that feels good for us. And so you're not a failure if, if you hire somebody and you're like, I don't want to do this. This doesn't feel good. It's okay to find that person that does it in a way that feels good for you. That makes sense. Yeah, and your version of success can look different from someone else's. Mm-hmm. It might not be monetary. It could be family. It could be travel. It could, you know, it could be anything. So mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is there a specific event or experience on your personal journey that kind of led you to this? <laughs> I know the answer to this, but I had to ask it. Well, I have a whole book coming out called Sometimes It Takes a Breakup. So I think it sums it up there. Um, Lots of heartache. Um, Well, I've always been the inspirer and the motivator since I was a little girl. Had I known that was a job, that a life coach was a job, I probably would have gone to school for psychology. Or immediately would have gotten my certs straight out of high school. I had no idea that was a job, though. It really wasn't a thing. Um, And then I was dating a guy who was (laughs) – whatever. We could have fun. (laughs) I'm not putting him down. It's just more funny when you talk about it like this, you know. He was like more of like a douchebag, you know, Mm -hmm. just his actions. Not him as a person, but his actions were pretty douchey. And um, it was his last weekend in town. And he wanted to go surfing before he was moving. And so he actually found a surf instructor on Groupon. And we went and I was like, oh my God, the surf instructor. I love him. I want to be around him all the time. I want to be his friend. I want to set him up with my roommate. So we became uh, Facebook friends. And I like took a couple surf lessons with him and things like that. <laughs> um, I blew out the candle. <laughs> she blew out the candle because it was pretty noisy. It's like a little like campfire. Yeah, I like a background noise here. <laughs> um, Which we have done before and there may have been bear involved, but another story. <laughs> that's, that's sorry for another time. <laughs> um, so, so I just, I loved his energy. I wanted to be around him all the time. And he started posting distinctions about mindset and things like that on his social media. And I started to see, oh, he's making a job out of this. I want that job. I want to do that. But in my mind, I was thinking, who's going to believe a broke actress living in LA? Nobody. 
not realizing here I am believing a broke surf instructor <laughs> in LA. Okay. Like we got him on Groupon. He was like $17 is probably what he got paid. You know what I mean? And I'm believing everything that he says. And so it just, just goes to show what our limiting beliefs can do, which is why it's so important to me to help people with that because that limiting belief held me back from what I really wanted to do for five years. I didn't do anything about it. Um, and then I went through that breakup and then I went through one, two, three more breakups. <laughs> <laughs> one that took me to Denver. One that took me to Denver. Um, and he broke up with me six days later over the phone. My stuff was still in shipment. Uh, and that just kind of left. Over the phone. Over the phone. I lived 10 minutes away. I'm and, like, you can't even do my together? face. Eight months. <laughs> over the phone. That's happened to me too. <laughs> so I, Guys, had nothing, I had nothing. Like literally all of my uh. stuff was in a truck somewhere around the country and I was living in a room with no door on it and it was super messy and like just wasn't like the best environment and before that I lived with the guy who I was madly in love with who broke up with me by just not coming home now however the key here is I didn't deal with any of that I was just like I gotta go find a new cute like bachelorette pad I immediately met another guy we dated for three months he was everything that my ex wasn't and people were like Jackie take it slow take it slow don't you think you should heal and I'm like I'm fine but I truly thought that I was fine but like he owed me a bunch of money so every other Friday I had to cash a new check from him so I had to keep it together because if I was mean he could just choose not to pay me back my money you know what I mean mm-hmm. <laughs> so that kind of I think forced me to suppress how I was feeling and I didn't want him I didn't want to see him in the light of he's a bad guy so after the Denver breakup and not dealing with any of that stuff I got really 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 sick and we could talk about that later but it was all because I didn't deal with my emotions which is why emotional work is so important because I can see what it does to your body like I'm a living example of it. Thank God I'm still living because <laughs> I was dying from the inside out. Um, and then I got into real estate full time and mix all that stuff together. And I just, I hit the darkest point of my entire life. And I was so depressed. I couldn't get out of bed for about two months. Um, wasn't working. Uh, I had a couple personal training clients like once a week. I mean, you can count that as work if you want. <laughs> I'd show up for that. And then one day I finally made it to the couch and I asked myself, what's the common denominator in all of this and all the unfulfillment in my life? And I like thought about it. I'm like, there's got to be something to blame it on. And I was like, me. <laughs> I'm the common denominator in all the unfulfillment in my life. And so for a moment I wanted to be like, oh my God, like it's me. But then I immediately got my power back because I'm like, if I'm the common denominator, that means I have the power to actually change it. And literally that day, my coach Preston, who I had worked with only one one session before, and I saw the, the impact that it had on my life, he had launched a program that was six months long. And I had no money coming in, but I knew, I'm like, that is for me. I know I have to do this. And so I opened up a credit card. I spent $5,000 and that became my full-time job. And while I did that, that's when I started working through all of my limiting beliefs and things from my past and childhood and all the things. And because we all have the childhood stuff. All the things. Whether, yeah, all the things. Whether you had a quote unquote perfect family home or not, like there's something that has typically happened that create helps you become the person that you are with things that hold you back because your ego just wants to keep you safe. That's all. And so I worked through those things and I made real estate my hobby and I made coaching my full-time job. 
and um, and I swapped it. Okay. I just I swapped it, and and I, I built my program Burn, which was to get over breakups. And then I found out I was like, oh my god, I'm not over this one breakup. I'm so <laughs> hypocritical. But I'm like, oh my god, now I get to be my first client. This is the best thing ever to make sure it works. So I I did. I became my first client, and I went through the program and. We can talk about it later, but it definitely worked, which is why I stand behind it. I, I went to a networking event and someone asked me, oh, do you have a website? Your program sounds great. And I was like, uh-huh. So I went home and I built a website <laughs> that day because I didn't oh, have gosh. one yet. Okay. And three days later, I sent it to her. And then I was like, well, I have a website. I guess I should just like post it on Facebook. So I posted it on Facebook and then my inbox filled up and people were like, I'm not oh. single, but can you help me? I'm like, God, I guess you think I'm ready. And my coach was like, Jackie, you're ready. Just go. So I launched the program while I went to Bali and got my certifications because it's not a regulated industry. Anybody can be a coach. So it really is your job to do your due diligence and, and find out, is this a person that can really help me? Do I really want to work with them? It was important to me that I helped people to my, the best of my ability. So that's why I went to, to Bali and I did all of those things. Mm-hmm. And now I haven't looked back and I love it. Cool. <laughs> so I know you kind of touched upon this already for your like short-term and long-term goals to help wellness and women's lives and men's lives too. You have mm-hmm. clients of both. Um, so what do you see as like your long-term vision for Unzipped? Maybe like a little deeper. Like what is your long-term goal with that? I have a couple different routes. So one thing that I teach a lot about is surrender. Because uh, a lot of times we we think things should look a certain way and the universe, God, source, whatever it is you want to call it, your higher self, tries to give it to you. But sometimes it comes in a different package than what you anticipate it to look like. Yeah. So for me, one of my biggest values in life is freedom. And so whatever freedom and peace. So whatever freedom and peace looks like for me that the universe has in store, I'm open to. So whether that's it becomes a huge a huge business and it gets picked up by Match.com or Tony Robbins oh, or somebody. I think you're big. I like that. <laughs> Great. You know, like amazing. And I probably would still want to have my hand in it even if I could retire because I love, 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 love what I do. Um, so I probably would still coach. But if I could have like, you know, that type of freedom, yeah. why not? And if it's still just me or I have, you know, um, I probably will get to a point where I have support coaches under me and I'll run more programs at a time so I can help more people because right now I keep the program very intimate. It's only two to ten people at a time. I only run it a couple times a year. I don't want anybody falling through the cracks. Sometimes you have more of like an introverted person and like everybody gets my attention. So, um, so yeah, eventually I get to a point where I'll expand it and bring other people on. But right now it's it's great. And as long as I can keep that freedom, that lifestyle – and uh, in my piece, that's all. That's all I'm worried about. So I shouldn't say that's all I'm worried about. That's all I care about. <laughs> Reframe. <laughs> that sounds really great to have that one-on-one kind of personal touch. And because a lot of times when you work with a bigger company, it can be anything from even marketing. Like in my my kind of area, that when you work with a big firm, you feel like a number, and you don't get that kind of hands-on. Mm-hmm. So I think that's necessary, and I feel like a lot of people are seeking that nowadays. Mm-hmm. So completely mm-hmm. agree. Another interesting question. So this can kind of go many ways. <laughs> yeah. What does wellness mean to you? So many things. <laughs> um, to sum it up, though, I think wellness is mind, body, and soul. You know, we hear it a lot, but it really is your mind, body, and soul working in harmony with one another. Some people might have to focus more on 
on health. Some people might have to focus more on relationships. Some people might have to focus more on limiting beliefs, whatever it is, in order to create more of a harmony within themselves. But I think that if you only focus, like, you know, like, you know, there'll be guys online that you see that are like, yeah, I'm into like self-development. Great. I'll be like, what do you do? Well, I work out all the time. And that that's great. But then when you get to talk to them, there's not much substance there. Because all they're focused on is that one section of their life, right? And so I think it's important to nurture and give attention to each part of our lives, including our soul. And I know soul might feel like, oh, soul, it's so woo-woo. But we all do have a light inside of us. We all know those things that light us up. And continue to do those things that light you up and continue to dive deep and ask yourself, why am I doing this? Does this make me happy? Am I not doing this thing because I'm scared? Continue to ask yourself why so that you can grow. That makes sense because if you don't step outside of your boundary or take a risk, you're going to stay in this spot. And that's okay for some too, but to to expand your, they say horizons, your yeah. knowledge, anything, your mm-hmm. experiences, you have to. Like going abroad, for example, you haven't for a while. <laughs> it's kind of nerve-wracking. It's like, okay, how do I get from A to B? okay, I'm just going to go and figure it out. Where am I going to say, I don't know, yeah, I'm just going to wing it. I mean, sometimes you just have to just do and, yeah, explore it and not think too much or not overthink, I should say. (laughs) And sometimes that's part of it too, not Mm -hmm. overthinking, right? Sometimes we could Mm -hmm. just get stuck in the why of everything. Oh my God, why am I doing this? Is there something wrong with me? Like, oh my gosh, why do I have anxiety? And, you know, like you can go down (laughs) that spiral too. So it's important just to give like a little bit of attention, I think, here and there, just like a check-in, you know? Yeah, I like that. Okay, so we talked about this earlier. Do you want to talk about your EMF bracelet? That you oh, have on. Yeah. I had so. you guys probably heard me maybe move it because it kept hitting the you guys can see it mm-hmm. on the live, but it kept hitting the table. Um so I I get headaches from cell phones <laughs> since I was in college. Um and I literally saw my hair dryer, those giant plugs. I don't know if you guys remember Nextels. What was like a flip phone with a huge antenna, and I used to have a Nextel. And <laughs> when I would bring it to my my mom's house, multiple times I had it in the bathroom, and the hair dryer was plugged in. And with the phone being next to it, it violently vibrated in the wall, the hair dryer, and popped out. And I would get tinglies on the right side of my head, and I never knew why. And then one day I'm like, could it be my phone? And I went at the time I was with AT and T, and they're like, honestly, we haven't done enough research to find out if phones give you cancer or not. And I was like, great, <laughs> thank you. I feel so much better. Well, I had gone to Mexico, um, and I lost reception, and my phone died. Like, why charge it if I don't have reception, right? And on day three, I just happened to notice that I didn't have tinglies in my head anymore. And I was like, I wonder why that is. And it was only on the right side where the antenna would go. And when we got back into Chicago and I had service again, within like a day, I started getting tinglies again. And I'm like, oh my God, it's totally my phone. So um, since then, I've gotten different phones. Now I have the iPhone and I've been fine. I've been fine. I don't ever put the phone on my head. I only use a cord, the you, you today she was like do you want to use my earbuds and I'm like are they wireless I know, I'm or like, no, oh, no. I, I like the <laughs> I will only do the, the ones with wire um because I, I don't want that radiation or EMF whatever you call it going in into my head mm-hmm. so um in January of 2020 I was like I started getting tinglies in my head again and I hadn't changed my phone or anything and that's when I had learned that 
they were starting to release the 5G towers around mm, me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I think that's what it is. What do I do? Because there's not, you can't get away from it now. It's not like, no, I'm not going to wear those ear pods. You know what I mean? So um, uh, there's a, a rock called Shungite. And it's, you want it to be, I think, 50 to 75% carbon. If you're looking online to get it, I think I get mine from on Etsy from Moon Beginnings. Um, and I have a giant rock next to my bed. So it's like right by my right by my head. I try to keep my phone away from me. Um, I try to keep my phone on airplane mode because that's good too when, it, when you sleep. Try not to ever have it touch you. Um, and then I also, my mom got this for me. It's a Shungite bracelet. So I wear that and sometimes I'll like take it off to take a shower and then I'll forget to put it on and later on in the day I'm like, oh, I can't have tinglies. Why? Interesting. And I don't have my bracelet on. So I totally noticed a difference and then I got the stickers that you can put. Yeah. Like on the back of your phone Mm -hmm. or um, you can get like a card to like put in your wallet too, right? For your body. I mean, there's all different types of stickers. I got one of the stickers. I personally felt like it made it worse. I put it on my computer as well. I had to send it back. Um, but I think it's awesome. It might be moon beginnings. They have like a, it's literally a little stone, a little rectangular stone with a little sticky on the back of Shungite. Okay. And I put it, it's in, you can see it in my phone. Well, so I I put that on my phone and my mom actually, she's got the iPhone eight plus and she was feeling vibrations in her hand when she would hold it. Oh wow. And since I put, I got her a stone too, I put it on her phone and she said it immediately went away. She doesn't feel it. So I swear by it. Maybe it's placebo. I don't know. (laughs) I don't think that it is though because if it was placebo, then I feel like the little stickers would have worked. You know what I mean? That's Yeah, that's true. But I definitely noticed a difference with this. So go get it, guys. We will post and information. And this is not – I'm not sponsored to say this. But if you're interested <laughs> in sponsoring. <laughs> yeah, but if you're interested in being my sponsor, I'm okay with it. <laughs> okay, so another question you kind of just answered, but what is maybe another wellness ritual that you do daily or weekly that you'd encourage mm-hmm. listeners to try? This is probably going to be like, what? She said that? Sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> so basic. So easy. Let yourself sleep in once a week. Without guilt, without blame, without shame, without, oh my gosh, I should be up. I mean, I know some of you have kids and stuff. I work with singles, so I mean, that's primarily who I speak to. But if you are able to sleep in, let yourself sleep in or take a nap or maybe go to bed early at least once a week because sleep is of the utmost importance. And that's also part of the reason why I was recovering so hard from from adrenal fatigue last year was I, I pushed myself so hard. I wasn't getting enough sleep. I just constantly felt like I have to go, go, go. I run my own business. You know, it's constantly in the masculine energy to do, to do, to do, worry, stress, anxiety. <laughs> and I ended up burning myself out. So let yourself sleep in. That's one thing that I always let myself do every week. I like that. I wish I could. I tend to get up with the sun and I'm like, I can't sleep anymore. <laughs> this one, I knew it. We're, she's visiting Chicago and last night we went to bed at two o'clock and I was like, Stephanie, I'm so tired. And she's like, I just got my second wind. And I'm like, I used to be that way and I have to listen to my body. I have to go to bed. But I'm like, if it's two o'clock and Stephanie's going to bed, that means she's going to be up as soon as the sun comes up. I have like three hours. Hurry up, Jacqueline. Go to bed. Go to bed. Oh, gosh. Uh, it is. We're, everybody's an Energizer bunny. It's good. It's a good thing though. She's like literally an yeah. energizer bunny. So everybody needs to basically, yeah, pick what works for you and 
and go with that. Whatever makes yeah. you feel good. So mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Whatever makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. So, what is your personal mantra or theme song that kind of gets you in a good mood or a good state of mind or helps you redirect that good state of mind? <laughs> so, I'm gonna give I give three <laughs> different things. Um, one, the movie The Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a favorite of both of ours we found out like oh my gosh your favorite too <laughs> yeah like we're obsessed with that movie I've probably fallen asleep to it almost every single night since it came out in 2009 I think 2011 up. I think it's 2010 2010 but it's been at least a good 10 years yeah. and it's 2021 you guys <laughs> we don't but it's just a feel-good movie um I don't let anything there's never any scary movies, the news, nothing gets to play in my house, in my car. If there's a commercial about a disease and immediately gets turned off, I only pump myself up because we're like sponges. Every part of us is like a sponge. We absorb everything. Yeah. And so I only without want, knowing. without knowing, right? So I only absorb feel good vibes and things that make me feel good. So the holiday, if I'm in a little bit of a blah mood, it's also probably not an answer you're going to expect because I know people are probably like, oh, what's a good like motivational song? Pick your favorite song. It doesn't have to be a motivational song. My favorite song is a country song by Thomas Rhett called Call Me Up. And it makes me feel like I'm on vacation and I'm going to call up some sexy man and like <laughs> go have a super fun night. And it just puts me in a great, great mood. So that's my go-to song. And um what I will remind myself of, if need be, let's say I'm like not feeling motivated. Was that the word, the question about motivation? Yeah, or just gets you kind of in a good place. Yeah. Um, like if I'm not feeling motivated to do something or I'm feeling scared, I want to talk myself out of doing something, I immediately ask myself, Jacqueline, how are you going to feel when you're 100 years old laying on your deathbed and you didn't do this thing? Are you going to regret it? That's great. Mm-hmm. Are you going to wonder what if? You're going to wonder what if? Okay, then go get up and go do it right now so that you can go to bed and rest easy tonight. And it, it always works for me. I like that. That's funny you say that because I was thinking that recently too. I have some upcoming travels and people have been putting these ideas in my head. Oh, it's so dangerous. Be careful. But then I think of what's like the most extreme – think of the most extreme thing you've ever done or most brave thing you've done. And I've traveled to almost 30 countries solo. So I'm like, I've got this. You know, you just have to remind mm-hmm. yourself of like what you've done. And don't let other naysayers kind of put you into a place of fear. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And this girl, I mean, this girl is brave. This girl travels (laughs) all by herself everywhere. And I'm always like, is it a safe area? And she's like, I didn't even Google. I'm like, oh my God, I just looked up the statistics. Don't go there. (laughs) Trust your intuition. Just be smart about it. Um, Yeah. Try coach surfing, meet up with locals. That's always really great too. Mm -hmm. Um, But but yeah. I love that. I just did a post about that today on Facebook about – there's a video that popped up of me singing mm-hmm. live in front of an audience and not like on a stage where you're a character, but in a fully lit room. And I watched it. It was 12 years ago. And I remember literally shaking during it. I was shaking before it. I was shaking <laughs> after it. But I was shaking after it because I was shaking with adrenaline and confidence and a sense of feet, a sense of celebration of, and I came out stronger, but I, I, I was so self-conscious because I used to do professional musical theater, but I was always like the dancer, actor, then singer. And I, I would be so, excuse me, look at, look at my throat's like getting nervous (laughs) thinking about it. (laughs) I would get so nervous 
having to sing because if I would get like one line in the show to sing, it would always be, it always be the one line that like was not in my range at all. So it was not. <laughs> would you have? I mean, you. <laughs> this girl was in White Christmas. So we're going to have to put the link to that. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> but it was always it was always in a range that was not in my range. So it never came out cute, which made me feel even more self-conscious about it. And it was something that was really holding me back in my career. And I'm like, I have to do this. I have to sing. Because we would do like a cabaret to the audience members after the the performance that they like if they saw like like Christmas or Oklahoma or whatever show we were doing afterwards the actors would come out in the lobby and we would just sing fun songs and I knew like if I'm this sick and I want to vomit right now I have to force myself to do this because this is going to I'm going to feel like this every single day of my life until I do it and I did it and not saying it's super easy now, but I don't have that sensation when I go to do it because I made it out alive. And, and that's all our it. ego cares about. Yeah, am I going <laughs> to live or am I going to die? And I, I made it through. So anything, it's just like slightly off topic, but a little tip, like anything that you can do on a daily, weekly, monthly, even yearly basis, it doesn't matter, that you're scared of teaches your brain, it's okay to step out of my comfort zone. I'm not going to die. That's all it's scared yeah, about. Or fall. You mm-hmm. might fall, but if you, you may fall back up again. You're not gonna die. <laughs> like <laughs> roller, we went roller skating with the group last night. Yeah. And I didn't fall. I'm not gonna wood. But I was so scared because I'd not rollerbladed in like twenty years. But that's I mean, anything. You just, <laughs> yeah. just do it. But I'm glad I did. It was so much fun, you know. So mm-hmm. if it scares you, do it, you know, within reason, of course, you know. But Yes, within re- within reason. <laughs> I mean, skydiving, I totally would try that. I mean, that's not too scary to me, but to some people it might be too See, much. I won't do that one. Okay. Bungee jumping, no. But skydiving, yes. (laughs) But it's not because I'm scared of heights. Mm -hmm. It's because I'm like, I just refuse to put my life in the hands of a string, of a (laughs) man-made string. You know? Like, if that string doesn't pull, like, I just, that's that's Mm -hmm. my thing. Yeah. And that's that's fair. That's definitely fair. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So are there any books or podcasts that you recommend to listeners? Mine? (laughs) Um... If you're just starting out, like in self-development, I feel like a very good upbeat book, um, very easy light read is The Universe Has Your Back by Gabby Bernstein. I think that's a really, she kind of touches on every little area, I think, of self-development. I think it's fun. Um, And podcasts, I always listen to my coaches. So Alexi Panos and Preston Smiles. um, Those are the two biggest ones that I I listen to. Uh, But actually, Preston doesn't have a, a podcast. He just goes on people's podcasts. But Alexi okay. does. Alexi Pamela. She's my favorite. <laughs> Very great. We can have links to all of that too if anybody's interested. Yeah. So how can listeners reach you? You can find me on Instagram, which many of you are on right now. <laughs> uh, that's Jackie underscore Pew. So J-A-C-Q-U-I underscore P like Paul U-G-H. And send me a message there. And my link, um, typically my link for my website is on there. If you want to go to my website, it's Jackie Pew Unzipped, like we talked about in the beginning, dot com. And um, there's a, I have like 30 day free challenge on there. Like I give you life hacks and tips all across the board, anywhere from money manifestation to eating and drinking healthy to meditations to like, like all kinds of things. There's uh, 30 free hacks in there. So if you guys want to download that, you could download that. You could apply to burn. Um, my story is in there. If you would like to read more about my story, 
all types of fun things, client testimonials. <laughs> So, yeah. And she has her studio here in Chicago. So you often do like events and um, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Yeah, I have a really, really cute studio, you guys. It's pretty great, yeah. <laughs> Super cute. It's like all like exposed beams and twinkle lights. And I do sound healings there and meditations and full mm-hmm. moon ceremonies. Um, but just a tiny, tiny amount of people can come. Only eight. And For not now. just because of the mm-hmm. situation. But oh, yeah. but it's, yeah, more kind of one-on-one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thanks so much for being on here today. Thanks, everybody, for listening and watching. Thank you um, for having hope everybody me. has a great day and stay safe in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. When I look into your eyes.